A Small Town in Germany, Episode 1. Ah, good morning, Raleigh. Good morning, Padre. Looking for customers this morning? No. <laughs> We've got a fairly reasonable congregation, actually. Mrs. Bradfield not joining us? Oh, uh, no, no. Hazel's been rather under the weather this last day or two. Oh, I am sorry. I do wish her well for me. Yes, I will. Thank you. The ambassador hasn't arrived, I take it? No, not yet. Why does God always have to wait for ambassadors? Not always, Padre. Only in embassy chapels. <laughs> the organist could fill in for a few minutes, surely. Well, we're minus an organist as well, I'm afraid. Leo hasn't turned up. Oh? He wasn't at choir practice on Friday either, seemingly. So the choir's likely to be at sixes and sevens this morning. Oh, well. Troubles always come in threes, don't they? Carlyle plays the organ, doesn't he? Yes. Well, I'm sure he would stand in for you. I'm hoping so, but he hasn't arrived yet either. Raleigh! Raleigh! Ah, Peter. Oh, thank goodness I caught you. Good morning, Peter. Good morning. Uh, may I have a word, Raleigh? By all means. The ambassador wants to see you rather urgently. There's something of a flap on. <laughs> Sorry, Padre. Oh, please. If you would excuse me, Padre. Of course, of course. What's this about, Peter? The big political rally in Hanover. Carfeld's rally. Yes. It got out of hand, apparently. Turned into something of a riot. Can't be serious. I took the call myself from the Consul General in Hanover. Some of Carfeld's men have stormed the British Library. Oh, no. They attacked the librarian, one Fräulein Eich. She's in hospital with head injuries. Severe head injuries, by the sound of it. That's all we need. Carfeld's attacking the British. There's something else, Rawley. Yes? After I left the ambassador just now, I bumped into Arthur Meadows coming out of registry. Is uh, Leo at chapel this morning, do you know? No, in fact, the padre is worrying about finding another organist. Hmm. In that case, it would seem Leo has gone missing. What do you mean? He was due at the Meadows last night. A birthday party, I think. Anyway, Leo didn't turn up. Arthur rang his home, but no reply. It's probably a perfectly innocent explanation. Perhaps, but Arthur's very worried. That is not unusual, Peter. But he wasn't at Chancery meeting on Friday, if you remember. Yes, true. The dispatch box with the green file. What about it? Arthur says that's missing, too. What? It isn't in the strong room. Arthur checked this morning. Oh, my God. Does the ambassador know? No, as I said, I just left him when I saw Arthur. Anyway, I thought it better you should hear it from me first. Yes, yes, but I must inform H.E. at once. Of course. But she's sure to stone up a hornet's nest in London. There's no question about that. He'll send someone out, I suppose. Yes, undoubtedly. It's a delicate enough situation anyway, Peter. Let's hope London has the wit to realise just how delicate a situation. And react accordingly. Amen. the British ambassador in Bonn has delivered a formal protest to the West German government about yesterday's sacking of the British Library in Hanover during the public rally of the movement of national unity. Dr. Klaus Karfeldt, the leader of the movement, has already apologized publicly for what he termed the lunatic fringe of the movement, denouncing them for undisciplined and un-German behavior. But however much he disassociates himself from yesterday's events, it appears to have been the young men from his personal bodyguard, together with disciplined students, who incited and led the rampage which... Lumley? Yes? Thank you, Sean. You have put out emergency routines to the embassy, haven't you? Yes. Yes, and the shredders, of course. Good. Oh, you're busy. Come in, Turner. Yes, Sean, I think that'd be wise. What? No, we certainly can't be expected to pay compensation to German nationals. Yes, you do that. Sit down, Turner. You're behind the times, Lumley. What? The librarian in Hanover, Ike, was it? Yes. She's dead. I didn't know. Just came through diplomatic. She died late last night. Well, 
Thank God it isn't our responsibility. What isn't? The library. Oh? No, we handed it back to the Germans some years ago. Oh, so we don't get lumbered with the compensation. Clever. Very. Whoever thought that up deserved a knighthood. Don't worry, he probably got one. You packed, I hope. I got my toothbrush and some Deutsch marks, if that's what you mean. It'll do. Now, uh, this defector I'm after, does he have a name? Yes, Harting. Leo Harting. What do we know about him? Precious little. What there is, I've had to scrounge from personnel. What about access? Somewhat uncertain. He's listed as claims and consular, whatever that's supposed to mean. Does that carry diplomatic status? In name only. Nominal second secretary. You know, the sort. Unpromotable, unpostable, unpensionable. So, who gave him house room? The political section. Chancery? He's locally employed. Temporary, of course. Has been for over 20 years. What do you mean, of course? Huh? You said temporary, of course. A German national. Ex-refugee. Came to England just before the war. Lived with an uncle in Hampstead who was a member of the Communist Party until uh, 1945, when he died. The uncle, that is. Any other relatives? Not that we know of. What about parents? Germany in the 30s, God knows. Anyway, little orphan Leo gravitated back to Germany when his uncle died. Temporary sergeant in the control commission. A professional carpetbagger. One in every mess in those days. Yes, but not in every embassy. Possibly. In 1956, he put in an application to get married. A girl called Aikman, Margaret Aikman. Met her in the army, apparently. And? Nothing. Application was never pursued. Why not? Did he have second thoughts or something? Who knows? Uh, anything else? Not much. Got into a fight once. Nightclub brawl in Cologne. About a year ago. And? Seems the embassy managed to hush it up. Pity they didn't manage to fire him. Where? It's about time someone started banging a few heads over there. That's not what you're being sent out for. Look, don't go making waves over there. Not this time. Political situation is tricky enough just at the moment. Isn't it always? It's important, no, imperative, that the Germans should not know that you're looking for Harting, or even that he's missing. Even if he's compromised the NATO alliance. You do understand. Yeah. So you'd better tell me the rest. Nothing else to tell. That's it. Oh, come on, Lumley. There has to be. Oh, a few files appear to be missing. That's all, apparently. Well, what sort of files? They're trying to compile some sort of list. You mean they don't know? I mean it doesn't matter. Not to you. Your job is to find the man. Harting. Here's your air ticket. You do want me to find him, Lumley? Why else would I be sending you? To bury him, perhaps? Oh, don't let your imagination run away with you. These tickets are to Cologne. Bonn doesn't have its own airport. It's only a small town, you know. <sighs> Embassy's arranging for someone to meet you. Thanks. Santana. Yeah? Try not to wear a cloth cap all the time. Yeah, I know. And don't pick my nose until after I've shaken hands with the ambassador. Well, Mr. Engineer, I'm from 
There was a tunnel with me. Your name, please, sir? Turner. Alan Turner. Ah, yes, Mr. Turner. This gentleman is waiting. Delisle. How do you do? Hello. Is that all the luggage you have? Yeah. You obviously don't intend to stay very long, do you? Try not to sound too happy about it. This way, the car's right outside the doors. We booked you into the Adler, is that all right? As long as it's got the basics. Oh, yes. And an excellent restaurant, actually. It just isn't in the big international league. Sounds perfect. Only we didn't know what sort of subsistence you people are allowed. Inadequate. This won't be new territory to you, I imagine. I've been to Germany before. And to Bonn? No, not to Bonn. Ah, Bonn is an island surrounded by fog. When the fog is cold, you know it's winter. When the fog gets a little warmer, it's summer. This is my cup. Do get in. Just sling your bag in the back. All right, thanks. Yes, it's a very strange place, Bonn. What, apart from the fog? Yes, it's very, uh, well metaphysical. What's that supposed to mean? The dreams have replaced reality. <laughs> Are you sure you haven't been here before? I've been to a hell of a lot of embassies. Mm, I can imagine. By the way, have you thought about your cover? My what? Cover. Isn't that what you people call it? If we have to. I mean, we wouldn't want to broadcast the real reason for your being here, would we? Not outside the embassy. No, inside it, if you wouldn't mind. Well, the staff must know that Harting's disappeared. Only in a general sort of way. Officially, he's been sent on compassionate leave, personal problems. No details given, you know the sort of thing. So, what's the cover you've concocted for me? Well, in view of the nature of our impending local crisis, and uh, subject to your approval, of course, we thought that something on the lines of a general security check might not come amiss. One might almost be expecting it, in fact. Not bad. What happens when someone really does arrive to carry out a security check? Unlikely, at least until after the event. What event? Carfield's big political rally next Friday. I thought Sunday was the big day for rallies over here. It is, but Friday's the day that the EEC negotiations start in earnest in Brussels. Carfield's timed it to put the most pressure on the federal government. Mm. Does he worry you? Who? Carfeld and his movement of whatever it is. National unity. Not officially. We're encouraged to regard them as a minor irritant rather than a major epidemic. Don't look and maybe you'll go away sort of thing. That sort of thing, yes. What's the matter? We're being followed. Black Mercedes been on our tail since we left the airport. Since I left the embassy, actually. Two men, leather coats. Plain clothes men, ignore them. Okay. But why are they following you? That may be what Rawley is finding out. Who? Rawley Bradfield, head of Chancery. Oh, yes. He's been summoned to the Ministry of the Interior for a meeting with Ludwig Siebkron. Siebkron, head of the security services? My word. We have done our homework, haven't we? You will allow me, Herr Bradfield, to read the following statement. If you must, Ludwig. It is necessary. A copy will be given to you for your files. It is quite short. 
In order to guarantee the physical security of diplomatic premises in the event of civil unrest arising out of minority demonstrations in the Federal Republic, it is regretted that additional measures have now proved necessary. Now being since Hanover, presumably? Precisely. The Ministry of the Interior considers it desirable to anticipate unhappy eventualities rather than attempt to redress them after they have happened. Excellent, my dear Ludwig. It appears that our interests are identical. And you will appreciate that Dr. Carfield and his movement are not well disposed to the British. It would be difficult to avoid that conclusion. And this, in turn, places the British Embassy in a special category. We have absolute confidence in your ability to ensure that Herr Carfield's sentiments are not expressed in physical terms. Thank you. But you must also appreciate my concern for the safety of all the personnel of the British Embassy. What is this, Ludwig? A decoration of love? Uh, sorry. Please carry on. The Ministry of the Interior therefore requests that all British Embassy staff below the rank of councillor be confined to the area of Bonn until further notice. That's ridiculous. Further, for their own safety, all British Embassy staff below the rank of councillor are also required to be in their residences by 11 o'clock at night, local time. What? Henceforth and until further notice. I really must protest, Ludwig, in the strongest possible terms. This is totally unacceptable, totally. I have embassy morale to consider. It's not easy in the present circumstances. <coughs> May I see the statement? You will find the original German underneath. Yes. Well, this is the sort of thing that could so easily be misinterpreted, isn't it? Do you really want the world to think you can't handle a few hotheads? Better safe than sorry. It is an old English proverb, is it not? Indeed. And there is another English dictum, born, I might add, of bitter experience, that civil disorder is all too frequently provoked by over-elaborate arrangements to prevent it. Herr Bradfield, the doyen of the corps diplomatique, has given us his assurance that all heads of mission will cooperate with the federal authorities in this matter. Well, quite possibly, but I must protest. The British ambassador has associated himself with this undertaking also. <sighs> Thank you, Herr Bradfield. I will detain you no longer. Traffic's building up. Busy little town. Yes. You know, I think we'd do better to avoid the main streets. Be all day otherwise. Deutsche, uh, what's that? Well, on those posters. Oh, German unity first, European unity second. The usual stuff. Down the Americans, down the British. Nice to know we're still in the big league. In name only. Why else do you think Carfeld chose us as his whipping boys? No flies on Carfeld, eh? <laughs> How well did you know him? Who? Harting. I think, uh, I really do think we ought to allow Bradfield to have first bite at that, don't you? Why? It is his prerogative, after all. If you insist. Yes, I think it would be... Uh... Diplomatic. <laughs> Why not? Uh, it covers a multitude of sins. Would it be considered undiplomatic to tell me when he was last seen? Thursday, by all accounts. He didn't show up at the Chancery meeting on Friday morning. Anyone else missing? Some long-legged bird from registry or wherever? There are several people on leave, of course, but no one is unaccountably absent. Except Leo Harting. As you say, except Harting. Which poses a silly question. What's that? Why didn't Harting take leave? Give himself a head start? Presumably that's why they sent for you, to find a silly answer. 
That's the embassy up ahead. Valhalla. You don't have to enter, sword in hand. Unless, of course, you prefer it that way. Mr. Gauntin, Jimmy. Uh, yes, Mr. Delisle. This is Mr. Turner from London. Oh, you, sir? All right. You have a pass there for him somewhere, Jimmy? Oh, I, sir. Uh, just say, if you would, sir. All right. Thank you very much. This way, Turner. Who's he? Jimmy McMullen, Chancery Guard. And Gaunt? Head Guard, McMullen's boss. What would he know about parting? Not much, I shouldn't think. Christ, what a way to run a police force. They're not policemen. You can say that again. They're not meant to be. In here. Ah, oh, there you are, sir. Uh, Mr. Bradfield was asking after you. He's back from the Ministry. Oh, yes, sir. Very upset he is, too. They've slapped an 11 o'clock curfew on us. What? Is that because of Carfeld and this movement of his? Almost certainly. This is Mr. Turner, Gaunt. Oh, yes. Uh, how do you do, sir? Worse by the minute. And the idea of a curfew doesn't make it any better. Well, it won't be too bad, probably. It's only till after Friday, isn't it? Just a minor irritation, really. You could say that. Very anti-British, Carfield is. So I've heard. We've got a desk already for you, Mr. Turner, and a telephone in the cipher clerk's room. Sounds cosy. So you can send messages back to London without anybody else knowing about it. Except the cipher clerks, of course. I see. Um, I don't, actually. Bradfield has given instructions that you be permitted to send cables on your own authority. It's unusual. I'm honoured. Privileged, perhaps. Will you be seeing Mr. Bradfield now, sir? No, let me see where you're hiding me first. Oh, it's quite comfortable, I assure you. The night duty clerk usually sleeps in there. Great. Uh, shall I take your bag, sir? No, I'll hang on to it. It's not heavy. I'll leave you to it, then. Sure. Oh, uh, thanks for collecting me from the airport. My pleasure. Uh, this way, sir. Right. I'll tell Bradfield where you are. Oh, do that. Uh, tell him to ring down when he's ready. Where's Mr. Harting's office? First floor, sir. He's not there at the moment, though. On leave, see? Compassionate. Is it locked? His room. Oh, yes. Who holds the key? I do. At least it's on the duty officer's key ring, and that's in my safe. Uh, I shall want to look around in there. Why? The general security check. Oh, yes. Uh, there was a rumour we might be having one, but I hadn't heard officially, you know. Always the way, isn't it? Yes, sir. Yeah, but why Mr. Harting's room, especially? Got to start somewhere, haven't I? Yes. After you, sir. Thanks. Uh, Mr. Cork, this is Mr. Turner. He's just arrived from London. Oh, yes. I think this is your notification coming through now. You'll uh, let me know about Mr. Harting's room, won't you? How about tomorrow morning? Very well. What time do you get in? I'm always in. I live here. Oh? I've got a flat on the top floor. Comes with the job. Right. Uh, tomorrow morning, then. Oh, sod. I go bananas about I live on the premises. Bad enough just having to work here. Apply for the transfer. I've thought about it. Don't think I haven't. Only my wife's nine and a half months pregnant. Six to four, she has it on Friday. Don't even think it. It'll be a bloody madhouse in here. Ah, message ends. Let's have a look. So, you're London's ferret, are you? What do you mean? I'm only interpreting what it says here. That's meant to be confidential. I'm a cipher clerk, aren't I? If that isn't confidential, nothing is. Then I prefer you to say I'm London's bloodhound. I'm not sure I like ferrets. Neither am I. Well, then. I got bitten by one once. I'm not very well disposed towards him. And towards Harting? Leo, he's a nice little man. A friend of yours? 
Not really. I just wouldn't want anything nasty to happen to him. None of us would. Cyphers. Oh, uh, yes, sir. He's here now. Bradfield? Yeah. Excuse me a moment, sir. Tell him I'm on the way. Second floor, room 210. Thanks. Well, Peter, now you've met him, what's your impression? Difficult to assess. A hard man, certainly. More of a bludgeon than a rapier, I would have thought. Oh, that's all we need. I don't know what London thinks they're up to. He has a good track record, Rawley. I wouldn't underestimate him. Perhaps. But we really must make quite sure he understands the delicacy of the situation out here. Uh, come in. Am I interrupting? No, I was just going. Uh, Rawley, this is Turner. Rawley Bradfield. Uh, do please sit down. Good trip. Well, it was quick. That's about as much as can be said for it. I'll take you to your hotel when you've finished here, Turner. Oh, thanks. Uh, now then, Turner. Tell me what you will need from us. I'd like a list of the missing files for a start. Yes, I anticipated that. A registry is in the process of compiling it. What sort of files are they? Oh, a bit of a hotspot, really. Policy, personalities, background material for the most part. A few letters are missing, too. All low-grade routine stuff. Pretty routine job by the sound of it. Seems hardly worth the bother of sending me out. I thought we'd made it quite clear to London that your job was to find Harting. That's all. Ah. I suppose you have a standard procedure for this type of situation? For a missing person? A defector, surely. Is he? Well, the procedure's the same. I go out and look for him. And where will you start? Looking, I mean. In other people, mostly. What sort of people? Oh, anyone he liked or disliked or loved... Hated, consorted with, spoke to, screwed with, did Yes, yes, with. I think I understand. That's one procedure. But it would be totally unacceptable here. Yes, I know. I was warned off in London. I'm gratified to hear it. We're in a poker game out here, Turner. I know it's a cliche, but we are playing for very high stakes. I know. And nothing but a busted flush in your hand. Well, if you would remember that much, I might yet have cause to be grateful. On Friday... The heads of government of the EEC countries will be meeting in Brussels. Such friends as we still have in the German cabinet will be forced to decide whether to yield to French pressure or to honour their former assurances to us. Now, that meeting could be critical to our future in Europe. Now, do you follow me? So far. It's no coincidence that Carfield has chosen that same Friday to hold his final rally in Bonn. He puts pressure on the cabinet at the most critical moment. I take it he's anti-market. Totally. So... You're walking a tightrope. So are you, Turner. Make no mistake about that. We must preserve German confidence at all costs. Now, that is why I'm asking you to move with the greatest circumspection. I've got the message. Now, let's assume the worst. Let's assume Harting has betrayed our inmost secrets to the Russians. Secrets we share with the Germans. Or keep from them. Either way. Now, that would be enough to destroy what little credibility we still have here in Germany. Do you follow? I'm beginning to, yes. Then you must see what Harting could mean in the hands, say, of a man like Kaffelt. No. Quite frankly, I don't. Not yet. Do you know, they'd hardly ever heard of Leo Harting in London. He, has, he hasn't been vetted. He hasn't even been cleared to restricted. He's got no access. No access whatsoever. Not even to a military manual for the First World War, let alone the next. He hardly even exists for us. He is only a temporary... Right. And he might have been abducted, run off with a bird, walked under the bus, died on the job, anything. Nobody knows or cares. Except you, Bradfield. Now, you've really gone a bundle on him, haven't you? 
He's Burgess, Philby, McLean, all rolled into one. So what is it you know and I don't? What makes him so important, Bradfield? Or will it upset everyone's delicate equilibrium if I ask? There's always fog in Bonn, summer and winter. So I've heard. Constant fog. So long as it doesn't affect the brain. You're right, of course. There is something you need to know. About the missing file? About one missing file. A green. The rest are routine, low-grade stuff. But the green is different? Yes. It's our most secret... Uh, no, our most sensitive file. It hasn't been seen since the day Harting disappeared. What was in it? I need to know, Bradfield. It covers the whole spectrum of our most delicate conversations with the Germans, formal and informal, over the past six months. And if it gets out? Turner, if the contents of that file are ever published, it will destroy us in Brussels. Completely destroy us. Listen, Bradfield, I'm an abortionist. You don't want me, but you've got to have me. All right, I'll do my best, but I'd better warn you now. It could all get very nasty. Just as long as it's quick and clean. I want a nice, neat job, Turner, with no comeback.